Welcome to the Sunday Morning Podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Horsham. This message is by Colin Urquhart. Now, during the four weeks of Advent, Pastor Clive has been speaking the first three weeks about what Advent really means in preparing for the coming of the Lord and how we need to be watchful and waiting upon him. And the last part of those four things is to be ready. So this morning we're going to talk about being ready for what God wants to do. Now I need some help as this is family service. Hallelujah. All preachers here love to preach, (laughs) except at family services. Uh, (laughs) So... Have we got anybody between seven and ten years old here? Would you just stand up if you're between seven and ten? Oh, come on, come on, come on. Nobody between seven and ten? Okay, now can you just come out the front here because I need your help. better now would you like to just come up the steps here and sit on the top step and face that way because we're going to ignore this lot out here I'm going to talk to you this morning because <laughs> I think you look a lot better than they do isn't, isn't that right <laughs> hallelujah now we know that Jesus is the one who came at Christmas time yes And I expect in your families you've been getting ready for Christmas. Yes? What's your mum been doing to get ready? Can one of you tell me? Some of the things she's been doing to get ready for Christmas. Shopping. She's been shopping. Wait a minute, let's turn this on. It wasn't on. What's she been shopping for? Uh, Christmas dinner. Christmas dinner. But not presents. I mean, yes. Oh, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> anything else? Has Dad been doing anything to get ready? <laughs> Dad's been leaving it all to Mum. Who put up the decorations? Mum? Your sister? sister. Uh, Anybody got a Christmas tree? Yes. Did you help decorate the Christmas tree? No. No? You've had an easy time of it, haven't you? (laughs) Okay. Now, at school, did you do anything to get ready for Christmas? I don't go to school. You don't go to school? I'm looking for one. You are the most blessed person in this room. (laughs) So what were you doing at school to get ready? Doing some Christmas stuff. Some Christmas stuff? Yeah. What Christmas stuff? Um, like Christmas drawing and, and Christmas cards. Christmas cards? Good, yeah. Anything else? Christmas cards. Christmas cards? Um, we were doing decorations. Right. 
which Dad didn't do at home, but you did at, at school. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Countdown for Christmas. Countdown for Christmas. That sounds interesting. We've been making paper chains to decorate the classroom. Paper chains? Yeah, we used to do that. When we we yeah. do advent calendar and we do Christmas crafts. Christmas crafts, good. Christmas cards. Christmas cards. Any of you involved in a nativity play? Yes? You, oh, you did something. Good, hallelujah. I was a narrator. And, and who were you in the play? I'm a narrator. You were the narrator? And I was the first one. The first tree or the first one? The, no, the first, first narrator. One. Oh, good. Oh, because of course we have to, there's so many children now and so many parents, you have to have more than one nativity, isn't that right? Anybody else in nativity play? No? Well, so we've needed to do a lot of things to get ready. And uh, we think it's worth all the effort, don't we? So we can have a nice Christmas lunch and all those presents, all nicely wrapped. Yes, yes. Does anybody get up very early in the morning before mum and dad are awake to open their presents? Yep, yep. yep absolutely. Yeah, w absolutely. Yeah, we used, we used to do that as well. But, <clears throat> but with our children, what we did is we put one gift on the end of their bed and they said, now you open that gift, but you don't get up early. I don't suppose they took any notice of us, but anyway. So we all get ready. Now, the Jewish name for Jesus, Jesus came, he was born into a Jewish family, and the Jewish name is Yeshua. Now, Yeshua sounds a little bit like Joshua. That's my name. Yeah, well. <laughs> You can do the rest of the message then, if you like, because, <laughs> because it's all about Joshua. And God said to Joshua, get the people ready, because we're going to cross the Jordan. Now, can you all stand up and stand on the top step? Stand back a bit. Health and safety. Right, that's right. Now, turn and face that way. Right, now, I want you to be a river. A river in flood. You're the River Jordan. So, I want you just to shake your arms as if you're waves. Waves of a river. And all the people here can see that you're a river. Just keep that river flowing. Now, the, the people... The people had been in the wilderness, in the desert, for many, many years, and they wanted to get across the river into the promised land. And we want to get into the land of promise, where all the promises of God are being fulfilled in our lives. So God gave Joshua instructions. You can, you can stop waving just for a moment. We'll get the river flowing again in a minute. No, just keep facing that way. Now, what he said to them is that they were to take the Ark of the Covenant. Have any of you heard of the Ark of the Covenant? The Ark of the Covenant was like, it was like a chest, and it contained in it the tablets of stone that the, the Ten Commandments had been written on and Aaron's budding rod and some other things. It was very, very powerful. 
so powerful that people weren't actually allowed to touch it. They had to carry it on poles uh, on, on the arms of, of the Levites, of the priests. So, what God said to him, to, to, Mo, to, uh, to Joshua, is tell them to carry the Ark of the Covenant. It was so powerful, do you know, it's been lost and people are still looking for it because it signified the presence of God among his people. But we don't need the Ark of the Covenant anymore because we've got the presence of Jesus. Amen. So we, it's a waste of time to go looking for the Ark because we've got something much stronger and greater than the Ark. Amen? It would be nice if some people out there believed it, wouldn't it? And they said <laughs> amen. Okay, okay. So I'm going to be the, the, the Ark, or at least the, the, those that are carrying the Ark, and you've got to make way for me. Come on, you have to be the river again. So what the scripture says is the water parted. So Joshua, you'll have to come forward and you'll have to go back. Are you ready? And the ark of the covenant, ooh, come on, open up. The ark of the covenant went before the people and God had said to Joshua, get them all ready they were to consecrate themselves, to make themselves holy, devoted to the Lord, so that they would be able to pass through the water into the land of promise. Now you see, all these people have already done that. They've crossed over into the land of promise. Can you be thankful that you're in the land of promise? <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, now, come and sit down here again. So now they were in the land of promise and all kinds of things were going to happen there. But they found that they had enemies in the land of promise. And they had to have victories over the enemies. They had to take the cities that were in the land that God was giving them. And the first city that they had to take was Jericho. Ah, some of you know the story of Jericho? Yes. You're well informed, Joshua. <laughs> Good. Okay, perhaps you were there. <laughs> now, we're all going to be there today, yes? So, God gave Joshua strict instructions. And it's strange because usually if you're going to take a city, you need lots of soldiers and, and ready to fight and... You need to bash down the walls and to get into the city and to take it. But God didn't tell them to do anything like that. But he made it clear that if they were to enter into what he promised them, they had to be obedient to what he said. So I want you to stand up here and to come down here now. Now, what he told them to do was to walk round the city. Now we're going to pre pretend all these people are the city. <laughs> okay. Now he said they had to walk round the city each day for six days. But when they walked round they were not to make a sound. They weren't to speak. They weren't to shout. In front of them would go the priests who were carrying the trumpets. But for those six days, 
They were not to blow the trumpets. So let's pretend that we're walking around Jericho. And you see, God's purpose was to see if they would be obedient to what he was saying. Because usually the promises of God are attached to commands. And often we expect God to fulfill his promises, but we don't always fulfill the commands. And when we don't see his promises being fulfilled in our lives, then we need to ask, are we obeying the commands? Are we doing what he tells us to do? Because he says, if you do what I tell you to do, then I will fulfill what I promise to give you. So for six days, they walked round each day right around the outside of the city. And you can imagine all the people in the city, they would have gone on top of the walls, they would have looked over and seen all these people walking around. And they would have thought, what are they doing? They're saying nothing, they're doing nothing, they don't look aggressive, they don't look like soldiers, they're not spoiling for a fight. And look at those with the trumpets. Why aren't they sounding their trumpets? They were mystified. It seemed such a strange thing to do, but they were being obedient to what God told them to do. Then it came to the seventh day. Now on the seventh day, it was going to be different. They were going to have to walk around the city not once, but seven times. Now, we're going to abbreviate the scriptures a little bit, and we're only going to walk around it once. But he gave them this command. When you walk around, you're going to be silent. But on the seventh time, the trumpets will sound, but you won't say anything until you've surrounded the city. And then you will all shout. Do you all know how to shout? And when you shout, the walls will come down and you will get victory. There'll be a loud blast of the trumpet and you will shout. Now, we could get everybody here walking around, but I did that last time we had a family service, so we won't do it this time. But I want you all to stand, and you are now, you're now part of the army that's walking around, although you're not going to be walking around. Is that all right? Are you clever enough to understand that? Okay. Good. Now, you know, I once was led to do this some years ago in Argentina uh, at an evening meeting. And on that occasion, it was in one of the revival churches there. On that, that occasion, about 1,500 people present. The place was full. 
and everybody walked round, and we did the whole thing as many times as possible. The pastor thought I'd lost it, uh, getting them to do this. And then I said, now, I want you to have in mind some breakthrough that you need, and that when you shout, God is going to give you the breakthrough. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a nocturnal society in, in, uh, uh, in Argentina. And the following day, the pastor told me that the telephone was ringing all night long, all the way through the night, one call after another, people telling of the miracle they received when they shouted. Now, I've never been led by the Spirit to do that again because, you know, it, it, just because something works on one occasion doesn't mean it's going to work everywhere on every occasion. Except this morning. I felt God say, do this this morning. So, you see, we want to be ready, not just ready for Christmas, but do you remember what Pastor Clive said at the end of that video? Let's get ready for what God is going to do in the new year. Yes. And we've been talking about breakthrough and breakout. Now, what breakthrough do you need? There's a breakthrough that everybody needs. So when the, the, the loud blast of the trumpet comes, it'll just be a muted trumpet as we go around, but there'll be a loud blast of the trumpet. Everybody shouts. And I mean, sh shout! <laughs> That's shouting. That's shouting. Because the word of the Lord is shout. It's not, Jesus. <laughs> because you say, well, shouting isn't your style. Make it your style this morning, and then you'll get a breakthrough, right? And we're just going to shout Jesus. We're just going to shout his name several times, and you're going to get a breakthrough. I said you're going to get a breakthrough. If you believe that, according to your faith, it will be done. So are we ready? Muted trumpet because they're going to blow their trumpets, but they don't, they don't shout until the great blast of the trumpet at the end. So here we go again. This is the seventh time. Did you notice this the first six times we did it? Okay, this is the seventh time that we're walking around in obedience to the Lord. Hallelujah. And you can hear those trumpets. And so all the people in the city begin to wonder, what are they doing? They've gone around not once like on the previous six days. This is the seventh time. And now the trumpets are beginning to sound. See, there's a buildup of expectation. They don't know what they're going to do. They don't know what the people are going to do. They don't know that they're going to shout. And they don't know that when they shout, the walls that they've been protected by, those walls are going to come down and breakthrough is going to happen. They're going to break into the city and take possession of the city. But we know because we read it in the scriptures. So we know that when we shout, when there's that loud blast of the trumpet and we shout the name of Jesus, we're going to get breakthrough. So have you got that 
that area in your life now. Have it before you in your mind. And you're going to shout the name of Jesus at that mountain. And that mountain's going to be moved. And it's going to be thrown into the sea. And there's going to be breakthrough in your life. Hallelujah. Oh, are we ready? We're nearly round. We've nearly surrounded the city. And suddenly, there's a great, loud blast of the trumpet. And everybody shouted, Jesus! thank the Lord for your breakthrough that healing people have been healed in these last few minutes people have been healed people have been set free opposition that has been has been in your life it's gone disappeared some of those family difficulties that you encounter at Christmas time and you see relatives they won't be there hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord. Hallelujah. And let's, let's thank our seven people that have walked around seven times. Hallelujah. Okay, you can go back to your places. Hallelujah. You did a great job. Oh, so let's pray together. Father, we want to thank you so much that when we obey your word, when we do what you say, then we have breakthrough. That we enter into the land of promise and see your promises fulfilled. And thank you, Lord, that you are faithful in keeping every word of promise. And we want to be faithful in fulfilling every word that you speak, every command that you give, so that we are able to live in the good of all your promises. And we thank you for all the breakthroughs that have happened now. Thank you, Lord, that those mountains have been removed and thrown into the sea. And we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.